Recently, I was speaking with a certain seven-year-old who said to me, Father Dan, Mass is boring. When I was seven, I thought the same thing. That was until I became 15 and became a Eucharistic minister and realized the game that you get to play in the middle of Mass. Everyone here plays it, even if you don't realize it. If I had to come up with a formal name for this game, it would probably be, which Catholic gang sign are you going to throw up in Mass? You guys know this game, right? Everyone lines up, and I say the body of Christ, and then it's up to the person to see what they're going to do, and it's always a guessing game. Don't get me wrong either. I don't mean just in this parish. As I said, I've been a Eucharistic minister in some capacity for 16 years, and it's the same everywhere. Let me give you some examples of a few of my favorite responses that are quite common throughout the United States. The first I like to call the belt buckle reception or the on the down low. People put their hands near their belly button and act like they don't actually want anyone to see them receiving communion, kind of like, amen. The next is the moving target. It's when someone wants to receive on their tongue which is wonderful, but then they move their head all around to keep me guessing, so I don't know where they're going. My second favorite is the one I like to call multiple choice. It's when someone will come up and stick their tongue out, but also throw their hands out, so really at that point it's dealer's choice and I have to make a decision because they're looking at me like this. And then they get offended when I choose wrongly. (laughs) But my favorite one, my favorite one of all time, I like to call the claw machine. Now this one you see at weddings and funerals because you have a lot of non-Catholics or a bunch of Catholics who haven't been to church in years. So basically you see three fingers reaching out at you like they are a human claw machine and you are the prize. And it is often accompanied with a polite, but wrong, thank you. (laughs) It's pretty much the international sign at Mass for, I have no idea what I'm doing. I make mention of this because the use and the function of our hands at Mass is super important. Because it directs and orients us to proper worship. Hands are marvelously versatile. They do work. They can protect us. They can communicate for us. Sign language is an entire language which can only be spoken through the use of the hands. Even if you don't know American Sign Language, you can have a whole conversation with just your hand gestures. It reminds me of a joke that I've heard many times. How do you make an Italian be quiet? You tie his hands behind his back. I get it, if you're Italian and you got offended by that, you're more than welcome to come talk to me with your hands after Mass. (laughs) But this stereotype exists for a reason, right? Like, certain people are really emotive with their hands. In traffic, you can convey the entirety of your thoughts with the use of one simple finger. (laughs) But you would never do that because you're good Catholics, aren't you? But the point is that our hands often express externally what we experience internally. 
In the second reading, St. Paul speaks about the imposition of hands that Timothy received. He says, Beloved, I remind you to stir into flame the gift of God that you have through the imposition of my hands. Now, most scholars agree that this was not Timothy being ordained. It was him being commissioned as an evangelist. But the phrase, the imposition of hands, is often only used in context of the ordination to the priesthood or the diaconate. Through the office and the authority of the bishop and the calling down of the Holy Spirit, the bishop confers sacred orders upon the man kneeling before him. In fact, in every sacrament of the Catholic Church, there is a moment when the priest uses his hands and his words to call down the Holy Spirit to change something from a natural substance to a supernatural substance. At Mass, it has a special name. That moment is called the Epiclesis and is accompanied by a single ring of the bells to let the faithful know that something important has just happened. The use of our hands in liturgy helps us to properly respond to the mysteries before us. It's important to ask ourselves, too, what does the posture of your body and the use of your hands at Mass convey about the attitude that you bring? Meaning, when you come forward to receive the body and blood, soul and divinity of Jesus, do we do it in a way that is apathetic or careless? Or do we do it with reverence and honor? One of the earliest writings we have about the reception of the Eucharist comes from the year 155 by a man named Tertullian, who wrote that our hands should make kind of a throne to receive the Lord in. If we think of our hands becoming a throne to receive the Lord, then we automatically act more reverently and respectfully. When the minister of Holy Communion says, the body of Christ, our response is confirming what we believe. The response of amen is not an English word. It's actually Aramaic, which is the language spoken by Jesus. It's pronounced actually amin, and it means so be it. I agree. I believe. It is the body of Christ. That's what amen means. It means I honestly believe that what I receive is Christ, and so I say amen. The apostles in the gospel today ask for an increase of faith, and Jesus speaks about the power contained in a small amount of faith. One of the easiest and quickest ways to increase the amount of faith we have is to be intentional about the way we receive the Eucharist. In the Roman Catholic Church, there are a few different ways to worthily receive the Lord in communion. You can stand or kneel, that's up to you and what your knees can allow, but having presented yourself to the priest, he will say, the body of Christ, to which the proper response is always, amen. The hands are presented, in the words of Tertullian, as a throne to receive the Lord, or one opens the mouth with tongue extended, waiting for the host to be placed on your tongue. It doesn't matter which method you prefer or choose to partake in. The important part is that it is done with reverence and love for God. Like I said, our hand gestures often convey externally 
what we feel internally. So if we have indifference in our hearts towards the reception of the Eucharist, it will be quite apparent when we come forward to present ourselves to the Lord. So today, when you come forward, I encourage you to be intentional about what you're doing and receive the Lord worthily and well.